Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. It's Friday and that means Talking Harness and Gloucester Park on a Friday night. And uh, welcome to Talking Harness WA on SEN Track 657. Brought to you by Retrovision, Tab Touch, Loans 123 and our good friends at Bayswater Mazda. Hello and welcome and a big show planned. We've got a special in-studio guest today to talk about uh, his runner in the Higgins Memorial as well as we'll deep dive into uh, a number of races at Gloucester Park tonight and go around the grounds with Jason Bonington and Ben Cray a little bit later on. But uh, a big welcome to Glenn Mortimer. How are you, Morts? Uh, morning, Rads. Good to be here on this chilly morning. Looking forward to a big night at GP tonight. And what a week it's been in harness racing. That race last week, Hands and Wheels and Chicago Bull, was just a fantastic advertisement. And now there's talk of the... Uh, potential match race between Lockenbar Art and Ride High. Yeah, we'll talk to uh, Jason Bonington a little bit later on about that, but who needs a match race over there when we got what we got on Friday night between Chicago Bull and and uh, Hands on Wheels? That was as exciting a race you'll see. Great driving from from both combatants. Both were, um, both were really um, aggressive, gallant up the straight, and it was just an outstanding um, spectacle for harness racing. That's that's harness racing at its best. Oh, look, our hands and wheels, second up over 2,500 metres, just kept giving and giving, but, you know, a horse like Chicago Bull, he's certainly no slouch, and you know he's never going to give it away, and what a great finish. It was very exciting, and that's what gets people back to uh, Gloucester Park. Yeah, no, it certainly does, and uh, and also interesting in harness racing because uh, that was that was an outstanding effort, and they go they do battle again tonight uh, in uh, in race number four coming up at six fifty tonight. Uh, but the main race of the night is the Higgins Memorial. It's a time on an event, and always a, a great uh, race for horses uh, coming through and progressing through to the, the top class, and that's no different tonight. It's race number six, the Higgins Memorial Final, and uh, we've got a special guest in the studio to talk about the favourite Parmesan, but uh, let's go back and listen to Parmesan uh, winning his way through to tonight's final. Parmesan about a metre and a half to out to Red Alboy Bart Millwood Gucci Affluent Bell happy as then I'm Thor who's three wide Bettigrin and Barrett in the centre and Sir Nicholas is on the pegs 28-2 third quarter Parmesan around the turn a lead into the straight Millwood Gucci coming around the outside of out to Red and our boy Bart behind the leader Parmesan in front our boy Bart utilising the sprint lane and out wider is out to Red Parmesan in front of our boy Bart Millwood Gucci Affluent Bell eight late runs on but Parmesan from beginning to end is too good for them. Parmesan. There we go. Parmesan for Greg and Sky Bond, driven by Ryan Warwick. And tonight, Dylan Edgerton Green goes on with uh, Ryan Warwick on the sideline for a couple of weeks. And that was win number 12 from start number 17. Hasn't he gone about his business? Just under the radar, just keeps on uh, winning and uh, being beautifully placed by, by Greg and Sky. And I'm pleased to announce that uh, one of his part owners, the running camel, Better known as Rob Gartrell joins us in the studio. How are you, Rob? G'day, Michael. It's nice to be here. Glenn. Morning, Rob. 
I must say, uh, I am a little disappointed. Uh, I was expecting to be interviewed by Greg Radley. Uh, <laughs> obviously, Michael, uh, you'll be a adequate substitute Greg, for your Greg, brother. Greg's actually in Darwin at the moment, I think, okay. or he's he's uh, on his way up there, and uh, he's got he's got a leave pass because he's one of the ones not in the cam- contaminated zone, <laughs> living in Newcastle rather than Sydney. But anyway, um, you've got the uh, the third Radley. <laughs> or fourth, <laughs> some might say. Uh, but uh, uh, Rob uh, Parmesan, uh, we'll just have a quick chat about him coming to the final. Dollar seventy on Tab Touch uh, tonight. Um, in from a dollar eighty-five. Um, well supported, obviously. Drawn barrier one is a big thing, but too fast, too serious is two twenty. And the only other runner under twenty-one dollars is one for Dave and me at five fifty. Um, as I said. Really well placed by Greg and Sky, and he's probably thrown, flown under the radar a little bit, Parmesan. Yeah, he has. Well, he's. Um, we've had a plan sort of to head towards the Higgins uh, halfway through his campaign, and uh, to get there and then draw barrier one's obviously a big free kick for us. So uh, it's going to be a great race. Um, we've had some luck in the Higgins before. We um, really understand the history of the race, and we've sort of targeted it most times. Um, if we've had the right horse, it is, it's a great race to compete in and a great race to uh, to win. So barrier one gives us our best chance. Um, he, he's been a progressive horse. He doesn't seem to win comfortably, but every time a horse has come at him, uh, he seems just to find enough to keep him out. And his record and that are too fast, too serious. They're great. They're certainly great records and uh, should be a contest to be behold tonight, I would think. You've got a very good uh, record in this race. I th- you've won it three times previously. Yep, four. Four <laughs> times previously. Sorry about that. Um, one run from Palmerston about three or four starts ago over the 26.92 came home in 55.7. So, as you say, when he, gets, uh, when he gets challenged, he seems to find a bit and he can certainly run a very, very strong last half. Yeah, he can. He's... Um as I said, he's a progressive horse. We've got uh, Kevin Jevons as a part owner as well, so he's sort of given us a lot of advice as to uh, how to manage the horse. Um, yeah, it, as I said, it's a race that we try and win, and we've had four wins. Well, I was I was involved in only three of the um, three of the horses, but um, one of the other horses, delightful uh, offer, uh, won in two thousand and fifteen after a, a swab uh, irregularity. So um, yeah, so the Bond Camp's actually won won it four times. So. We're hoping to uh, add another one tonight if we can. Uh, the Look, opposition. So just be looking to hold up? Definitely. Okay. Yeah, I mean, too fast, too serious is a serious horse. Um, barrier nine makes, uh, makes the race very interesting uh, with Palmerson in the one holding up. Um, as I said, too fast, too serious, pretty hard to fold his form. So it should be a, should be a cracking race. Yeah, the worry for us, I, I don't think we have any issues about holding up, but... Um, as I said, Palmerson, he tends to loaf around a little bit and then when he sees a horse coming, he, he tends to find. Um, I just hope too fast, too serious doesn't come too quick. Uh, he is a very speedy horse and uh, so we've just got to be careful there. But we've got you know, Dylan on board who's a fantastic young driver and uh, he'll be fully aware of what's required. And the tight track at Gloucester Park certainly gives the leader a bit of a kick along as well. So we're, we're hoping uh, everything, everything goes well. Now, now, you spoke about the history of the race, and <coughs> the Higgins Memorial is probably the first big race you, you won with, with Money Magnet, uh, who also gave you your first big Group 1 win in the Fremantle Cup. Let's have a listen to Money Magnet taking out the 2006 Fremantle Cup. 
Right off the course, looks like lightning. Tricky Vic driving up behind them from Buck the Odds, and then Adams, mate. 29-4, that quarter money, mate. Magnet kicked away. Coming to the home turn, he pitched two and a half lengths on them. They've left him alone, and they're going to pay a big price. In second to Galdiano, then flashing red, a hoka ace. But Money Magnet is clear for Colin Brown and Greg Bond, and it's their Fremantle Cup, and he was all over a winner all the way. He scored by two lengths, Money Magnet, second to Galdiano, third flashing red and fourth. The great John Hunt there calling Money Magnet, the 2006 Fremantle Cup, Money Magnet, great feel, flashing red, dual New Zealand Cup winner, Tricky Vic, a Victoria Cup winner, Mahir Lord, uh, no blue matter, Adam's mate, looks like lightning, like it was an outstanding Fremantle Cup race, and uh, Muddy Magnet holds a special place for you? Yeah, he sure does. Michael, it was an um, exciting night, and Hunty summed it up well. They sort of left him alone in front. We knew um, he, he stepped away good, and we thought we'd lead, and we just needed a cheap quarter in there, and uh, for some reason they, they just didn't go near him, and uh, and uh, it was a great result in the end for us. And he was he was a hell of a horse for us. He was the sort of the second horse that we ever bought, um, Bondi and myself. Our, our first horse, Not bad. <laughs> yeah, our first horse, uh, Hoka Terry, back in 2002. Those were the days where you got the tape sent through, and it was very difficult to buy horses. And we bought Hoka Terry, and we lost about 10 grand on him. So it wasn't a great start to our our um, our partnership. And then we were so fortunate. Uh, the next horse we got was Money Magnet, and the third horse we got was Richard Henry, who were both Group One winners. So that sort of got us going. And uh, so a very special place in. Uh, in our hearts, uh, money magnet with Big Mo. So. And we actually then, um, later on, we bought his brother, um, Quick Draw McCaw. So we called, obviously, Money Magnet Mo, and Quick Draw McCaw was Larry, <laughs> in the Three Stooges. And uh, he won a Knights of Thunder for us. He was a fantastic horse. And then uh, Bondi ended up getting uh, hold of the third brother, who, um, as an eight-year-old, came to WA. I actually didn't get involved in the horse. I thought he was a bit old, but... Uh, <laughs> Bondi got him on a half share over here called Anton Oliver, so he was killed curly. So we, we had uh, the three of them, the trilogy, as they say. Michael. <laughs> I, I was hoping you weren't going to mention uh, Richard Henry today. Uh, <laughs> Another race you beat him in. Uh, Rob, but um, you've had a, 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 an amazing partnership with um, two of the very best in WA in Greg and Sky Bond um, for a long, long time. And, you know, they just uh, continue to go f- from strength to strength and they've got some great, you know, two-year-olds coming along as well. So some, ex- some exciting times with the stable. Yeah, it's been been a great partnership and very lucky. Uh, Bondi and I sort of grew up together and played a bit of sport, uh, cricket and footy, and then he went to Kalgoorlie and I went to Melbourne and Tasmania and a few different places. So we sort of lost a lot of contact for 15 years and then we returned to Perth about the same time in 2002 and... Uh, we hooked up, and uh, I didn't realise he was even training horses at that stage. So, uh, so we started that progress, and uh, then with Sky on board, and now with Jet and Alira coming through, you can see the next generation. So it's uh, exciting times, and there's nothing better than than owning a winner of a horse. And, uh, uh, absolutely, it. and it, like I said, it's been exciting times. Um, I would read out most of your winners, <laughs> but we haven't got all day. So, um, you know, a great opportunity a couple of years back. Uh, to take um, Galactic Star across, you won a heat of the uh, Inter Dominion. Is there a race that you would um, that's that, that's missing? Yeah, there's a couple. Obviously, the Inter Dominion um, we'd like to to try and you know get a bit more serious there. And uh, our Pacing Cup, um, Greg and Sky won it last year, but um, I'm still 
sitting on the outer there. So they're probably the two main ones. Glenn's got you there. It's about the only thing he's got you on. But <laughs> <Correct>. <laughs> Mate, we, uh, we've, we've run out of time, but uh, we haven't even talked about your sporting prowess. You played two states in Sheffield Shield and um, you've travelled the country and uh, internationally. But, um, mate, thank you for coming. Um, thank you for coming on. And we might have to get you back in for part two to talk about your... Uh, uh, your sporting prowess and uh, Slater Gartrell Sports was your great sponsors of, of harness racing in general. Thanks, Michael. Thanks. Sir. Good luck tonight. Let's get a little break. And as we do, let's listen to his latest Group 1 winner, the Derby winner, Pretona Star, returning to racing on Monday with a, a really impressive win, slipping home in allegedly 55.6 at Pinjarra. Captain Kirk out three wide. Captain Mannering in the middle. Catastrophic event, the marker line. And then comes Twilight Saga behind those are Sir Nicholas. And further back to Aussie Delight, minimum wage and free-to-wear rider out. But Patronus Star is striding out nicely with two and a half lengths up his sleeve. And first up will make it three in a row. And Patronus Star has won well. A photo second, catastrophic event. And Captain... You're listening to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. This is Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. On the outside, Chicago Bull for the moment. He can't get there. In front, Hands and Wheels. On the outside, Chicago Bull. Hands and Wheels has got the lead, though, from Chicago Bull. Volt and Tin rock me over. Hands and Wheels. Chicago Bull's making one last dive. Hands and Wheels clinging on. Chicago Bull grabs him, beats him on the line. What a performance, Chicago Bull. Chicago Bull as tough as nails. Has got a- Welcome back to uh, Talking Harness WA on SEN Track 657. And we mentioned it early in the show, but that was Chicago Bull and Hands and wheels and what an outstanding race it was. I haven't seen a better uh, race at Gloucester Park for a long, long time. Mort's and also we're working into our uh, program, our form expert, Scott Bomber-Hill and uh, uh, Bomber and, and also Glenn. Uh, how good a race was that? Oh, look, I think it was uh, just one of the a great advertisement for harness racing. That's what people love to see. They just want to see good horses, good contests and that was just fought out to the finish. Um, Brilliant uh, um, race, uh, Bomber. Oh, exceptional. I mean, I was on the wrong end of that one. I actually backed hands and wheels, yeah. but I've got to say, you know, I, it left me with a smile on my face, even though uh, the pockets were empty. But, it, yeah, that's what we come to see in harness racing, and uh, that race was on from the from the 1,000 metres. And, and I expect a similar sort of event tonight. I think uh, hands and wheels will find the front, and Junior will probably drive similarly tonight. So I think we can sit back and look at another really, really exciting one tonight. Yeah, and the tab touch market, uh, once again, singled these two out. Hands and Wheels, Drawn Barrier 5, $1.85. And um, uh, Chicago Bull um, is at $2. two dollars two fifteen into $2, while uh, Hands and Wheels, uh, $1.75, out to $1.90, back into one eighty five. The slight difference this week, Bomber, is the fact that it's 2100 rather than 25 which probably gives Hands and Wheels that slight edge where he could probably run the whole way. Absolutely. And he's... Uh, he's- yeah, he's not going to have the bull there quite as early as he as he did last week, probably. And like you say, he he that that 400 metres is going to make a, a massive difference. But I still think you know the bull. He just he just has that will to win, and uh, and he's still rock hard fit. The other guys, you know, he's he's third up tonight. He's probably not you know 100 percent, but yeah, it, it'll be there'll be a neck in it either way, no doubt. All right, let's get into the races we're going to dissect and we're going to look at four races. And the first one is actually race one, which is 5.20 tonight. The Ted Touch uh, Mobile for um, 
uh, over uh, the 21.30 metres. And we have Parisian Party Girl, one of our favourites at 4.80. We have uh, the favourite in, um, in Barrier 2, Queen Shenandoah. Five dollars, uh, sorry, three dollars. They put up into two forty-five, so it's into favourite Queen Shenandoah. Doa Armour Indy is at two sixty, out from two twenty-five. Mandy Joan seven dollars. Madame Milan ninety-one. Typhoon Tiff is at six fifty, in from seven fifty. My Prayer at ninety-one dollars. Now you see me smile one hundred one. Talker up at eighty-one, and Dancing with Mac at thirty-four. So uh, not a uh, a fairly uh, good market here for for punning here, Bomber Queen Shenandoah, well supported into two forty five, drawn two. Yeah, they're a very even bunch these mares, and I think that you know, it comes down to the barrier draws. And Parisian Party Girl once again comes up with that plum draw, but they seem to want to drive her sit kick every week, and uh, that gives Queen Shenandoah the chance to just get a quite an easy lead here. Armour Indy and Mandy Joan, Typhoon Tip will all come across. But Queen Shenandoah, Vokey's made his uh, intentions clear. He's He's got his sights set on the top. She'll get a nice, easy lead or a moderately easy lead, and she can dash home. Most of these mares can all dash home in around that 56 mark. Uh, I, I can't see them beating her on top. Uh, so I've actually, yeah, I was with Parisian Party Girl early. I've, I've come back to Queen Shenandoah. And Vokey, he's a great front-running driver. He won't let Parisian Party Girl out. So she's going to have to go backwards to come, come around the leaders. And uh, very, very keen, Queen Shenandoah, I'm there with a the support. Uh, Armourindi, um, third up uh, tonight after a short let-up. Uh, one, three starts back in really good company. Got pressured the whole way and uh, still came home in 56-2. Where do you see her lobbing in the run? I think she'll be the first one outside the leader. Uh, Mandy Joan might try and tuck in, but um, I think... You know, if Shannon Canny will try and hold the breeze, it depends just how much pressure comes from either a horse of like Mandy Joan or Typhoon Tiff. But Armour Indy, she's a she's a good horse, but such an advantage being on the on the pegs in front around here, as we know. And uh, Queen Shenandoah, she's she's as good as any of them, and gets the advantage of, of having that pegs run out in front. So she'll kick off the corner, and uh, I can't see them, the others running her down, to be honest. So Queen Shenandoah, what's the um, what's the plan? What's the staking plan for uh, race one then, Bomber? We'll go a two-unit bet, Queen Shenandoah, quite keen. Beautiful. 2.45 currently on uh, Tab Touch Markets. The second race we're going to look at is actually race number two, and it is uh, for our good friends Perth Plasterboard, which is uh, Rob Watson, who uh, has all the Soho horses and uh, a great supporter of harness racing through ownership and also uh, through um, sponsorship. And race number two it comes up at uh, five fifty. Let's have a look at the market. Our virtuoso at three dollars and favourite once again for Chris Volk. Oh, what a country! Seventy one. I'm better than Gouda at twenty one. Charlie L one oh one. Tours delight at six dollars. Extreme Prince at three fifty. Who's who in the zoo? Twenty dollars. Has no fear. The Oaks winner in Barrier Eight at twelve dollars. Regal Ambition at ninety one. Clarendon Hustler on the inside of the back line at eight dollars. Max Gold at three ninety and Maximum Denand at fifty one. And this is a really interesting race here, Bomber, with a, a number of chances. Very very even race again, Rads. You're right. And uh, our virtuoso, courtesy of the inside, he'll he'll lead up. He's got good gate speed, and that's his. He's a bit of a one-trick pony. There's no point taking a sit with him. So, so he'll be holding. You'll have horses like I'm a better than Gouda, which will go forward. Chewers Delight will try and tuck in. Extreme Prince, he probably has to go back from the outside draw. But the one I keep coming back to is Max Gold. He's 
his form, his figure form is horrible. It's nine nine eight seven. But when you go back through his runs, he's he's been hitting the line quite strongly and running around that fifty six mark, you know, fifty six fifty six five mark in in much stronger company. He's got a nice enough trail through. He'll be sort of just worse in midfield, I expect. And then uh, I'm actually hoping that he heads around to the breeze and uh, and he'll be tougher than our virtuoso. I've got no doubt about that. It's just uh, how the race is run and how quickly he can get into the race. Yeah, he's, uh, his form doesn't read uh, very well, but has been competitive, like you said, run some time. Uh, the one behind the leader, Clarendon Hustler, first up um, the other day, was uh, dangerous late and got up and won. Um, a chance as well, Bomber? Yeah, just a much tougher race, Morton. I don't think that uh, our virtuoso will, will kick enough for him to actually get that nice cruisy run through. He's probably going to have to look to come around the leader and the death horse, and that's not really his go. He he needs the leader. If the leader can kick and get a length and a half in front and he can find that space, then then he's going to be dangerous. But I think he's, he's probably, probably struggling to get a run uh, with the, just with our virtuoso not being able to get that kick. Uh, fair call. So what's the staking plan in race two then, Bomber? Uh, one unit bet, Max Gold. Uh, uh, yeah, he's he's going to win races in WA and he's getting back into the right grade, um, probably looking for a front row draw. But the, this race suits him nice enough if uh, if he can get around to the breeze. I think he's, he's a very strong horse. He's not fast, but he is very strong. All right, you're listening to Talking Harness WA on SEN Track 657 for our sponsor, sponsors, Retrovision, your local WA electrical appliance specialist. Loans 123 for car, car loans, debt consolidation. Uh, call Steve Sell on loans123.com.au. Tab Touch, the band that funds the industry, and Bayswater Mazda. Driving is better at Bayswater Mazda. And as we take a, a break here on... Uh, Talking Harness WA, let's go back a week to the Botra Cup where Forgotten Highway was the best to begin of the main chances and once he found the front was always going to be hard to beat and let's have a, have a listen to Forgotten Highway winning the Botra Cup. Davinia Beleza is under pressure in the straight. He goes for Forgotten Highway and it bolted clear from Major Artist giving chase. Down the outside, I'm Rock and Roll Magic running home well. Major Shard from a mile back's run a huge race. Forgotten Highway stopping near the line, but it'll hang on. And Forgotten Highway never looked like losing and one from I'm Rock and Roll Magic by a metre and a half, a neck away Major Shard. You're listening to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. This is Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. Come on, Blue Blazer has latched onto his back. So the last prison kicks right away up to the turn, leads five metres. Misplays labouring to get there, battling on the lightning strike. Blue Blazer is getting to the outside and El Tsunami's trying to run fourth to crack the 100,000 barrier, but it's all over. The last Parisian raced away, about 10 metres in front, 28.5 the next quarter. Uh, Blue Blazer runs to second, then the lightning strike, a misplay, but an easy win to the last Parisian. Never in doubt, one by seven metres. Blue Blazer make that eight metres on. Welcome line. back to uh, Talking Harness WA on SEN Track 657. Brought to you by Retrovision Loans 123, Bayswater Mazda and Tab Touch. And that is why you've got to, on Twitter, if you're on Twitter, if you're not, get on Twitter. But if you if you are on Twitter, follow Hill Bomber, at Hill Bomber, our man Scott Hill. Because throughout one tip on Twitter on Tuesday, saying his best was the last Parisian, it's 2.30, hurry, get on. And uh, it just kept on caving in and caving in and started a dollar forty-five and was the 
the most painless viewing of all time if you backed it. So uh, I know Mortz was on. I, I followed in. And, yep, free uh, money. Good work, Bomber. That was, uh, that was a real painless victory for us on uh, Tuesday night. Excellent, Rad. That's what it's all about. And yeah, there was quite a few, quite a few jumped on a, at a much better price than you should have been. He actually started the price that I marked him. So, <laughs> you know, every everybody got overs, and some got more than others. But yeah, that's how we like them to win. And finally, the overs God didn't get us. Yeah, no, it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was painless. Richie tried to get us. At, oh, Richie tried to get us when he suggested the, the wheel pot. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's a he's a KOA upstairs and and beyond glass, and he's he's heard a wheel pop. Good on you, Richie. Yeah. Anyway, glad it wasn't us. Yeah. We, we got the cash. So, something for the something for the battlers. All right, let's get into the next race. We're going to have a look at which is race number three for Simmons Steel, and um, let's have a look at the market here in another relatively open race. Twenty nine twelve at seven dollars drawn one. Henwood Bay at three sixty. Our rhythm and Blues at four dollars. Impressive sign one hundred and one. Naval Avigator, uh, Al- Avigator, uh, <laughs> Aviator, Aviator. <laughs> I'm thinking of Alligator Blood <laughs> at fifty one. Um, Rebel with a Glen at nine dollars. Uh, I'm Rock and Roll Music at five fifty. Euphoric Moment thirty one. Carter Michael at thirty one. Boom Time inside the back line at three thirty and favourite on Tab Touch. Uh, Makazar at 101 and Blackjack Zach at 31. Inser- interesting, the favourite inside the back line here at Boom Time at 3.30, just ahead of Henwood Bay at 3.60 in our Rhythm and Blues at $4. How would you see this race, Scott? Uh, I've got 29.12 as the leader in this race and we're going to go, <clears throat> excuse me, we're going to go with a sort of two-pronged attack in this race because I think he leads I've got our rhythm and blues heading up to the breeze, Hemwood Bay 1-1, and Boom Time gets a beautiful run in behind the leader. I've got, I'm pretty confident if Boom Time gets the gaps between the 6 and 800, even up to the 400, he's a fast enough horse to run over the top of them. But the 29-12 horse, two, we were on him two starts, or three starts ago when he got absolutely drilled in front. I don't think that'll be happening tonight. There'll be, the, pressure, the pace will be nice and even. Uh, and I did notice that Matty Scott in the press, he's, he says that this is his best of the night and uh, he'll be holding up at all costs based on the way he worked during the week. So that's a pretty good lead. Shannon Savalco, a great front-running driver. And uh, boom time, yes, it's right on his hammer, just waiting for a bit of luck, Bokey to push out somewhere over that last four, six, eight hundred metres. And I'd be very, very surprised if one of the two wasn't winning. So uh, that's the way I'll be playing. There's a couple of good chances in the race, uh, Bomber. Uh, Rebel with a grin, um, pulled extremely hard whilst uh, buried on the fence, but still managed to run home beautifully and run fourth and was a winner before that. Um, I'm Rock and Roll Magic, uh, first up, good second with a flat tyre. Um, so there's a couple of good chances out wide. Um, where do you see some of those horses in the run? Yeah, uh, I think both go back initially at least. Um you know, our rhythm blues will go forward. He's he's a breeze horse. Um, there's yeah, Red with the Grin and I'm Rock and Roll Magic. They they both come out of you know a standing start race, which you know the, the Forgotten Highway got to the front at it sort of all his own way. I, I'm not sold on the form out of the race. Um, so just with the fact that though I think they'll go back, of uh, I think it'll be an on-speed base race with um, Shannon dictating out in front. Not a lot of speed through the middle, and uh, I think that'll make it hard for those back markers to get into the race. So that's my logic there. 
So we just need a bit of uh, a bit of luck for Boom Time to get out. So what's the staking plan in race three then, Bomber? So 1.5 unit win Boom Time and a half unit save a bet on 29.12 out in front. Okay. Their uh, leader leaders back there for uh, Bomber. And being well supported as well, Boom Time, $5 into 3.30 on Tab Touch. And the final race we're going to dissect is race number seven, which is uh, the worldwide printing uh, pace over the 21.30 metres. And uh, only a field of eight going around here, but they're all... Um, a number of them are in really good form at the moment. Cyclone Banner opened up 175, has been really solid, drawn one. Good times ahead at 51. Braylon Jet, $8. Captain Mannering, 34. Salia's Command at 41. Majestic Star, 23. While They Pray, uh, 235. Was 240 into 235. And Better Party, uh, $6. And he's been fairly solid. Um, but Cyclone Banner, this horse is in a rich vein of form. Uh, Scott, drawn one, ticks a lot of boxes. He does, Rads, I fully agree. And uh, he led against two starts back. He led while they pray. Uh, and he, to be honest, he actually handed up fairly meekly, I thought, that night. Uh, and then he, he still ran while they pray to a to a pretty close second. Um, and I think if he can run the gate tonight, put three quarters of a length on while they pray... And then just hold that. It's going to make it much harder for Junior to, to press and have a look for the lead. And so long as Cyclone Banner can keep him, you know, at that half-length bay most of the race, really, really hard to run him over. He, he can run some serious back-half sectionals, this horse. Uh, it's going to be a fascinating race. Because if Junior gets, uh, if, you know, while they pray, he can become uncontrollable at times. And if he happens to, you know, you've got horses like Better Party and Majestic Star just smoking their pipe and even Bale and Jet to a lesser extent out the back. But uh, I think if Cyclone Banner can just run along at even sectionals, uh, he's, he's going to take a mountain of beat. Yeah, look, um, it will certainly be um, an interesting lead. And like you said, horse like Better Party, um, if they do go a bit, uh, a bit crazy up front, could certainly cause an upset um, and a couple of other chances out there. So... The stake for uh, the staking plan for this one in race seven, number one. I did. When my initial hopes were that this horse would open up a lot longer, I, I thought he might open up in black figures. I was very surprised that he was in the red. I, I've marked him around about the price he is, so I'm pretty confident that he leads and wins. And uh, I'll throw, make him a three-unit bet as a result. Okay, so three units, but we need to get a minimum of a dollar seventy-five. Dollar seventy-five. Yeah, I think if we if we hold on, I I think he'll drift. Closer to the start of the race, I wouldn't be jumping in at the dollar seventy-five. I think we can probably get a touch better if we if we wait till uh, closer to start time. All right, Bob. Before you go, just really quickly, the main race of the night is the Higgins Memorial, and uh, it's a three-horse race according to the market. Um, Parmesan, the big cheese at one seventy, too fast, too serious at two twenty, and uh, one for Dave and me at five fifty. The only one, the only runners that punters really want. How how did you see the the race? Uh, and which one did you want to be on? I saw it a similar way in that there's only three winning chances to my eye. Um, but the the one that I give a, a sneaky chance to based on the map, I think Palmerson leads, and he'll lead pretty comfortably. Um, too far, too serious. He has to be driven you know, to go back tonight and just use his speed late, which we know is enormous. But one for Dave and me, he's flying this horse, and he sits on the back of Palmerson, and I'm pretty confident he can roll over the top of Palmerson late whether he can hold too fast, too serious, I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah, at the price, I think one for Dave and me is the value. And if you can 
find a good enough place price to have a one by two or a one by three play, it's probably a free win bet because he won't miss a place from the leaders back. All right, mate. Thank you. Hopefully we've uh, found plenty of winners and uh, we'll speak to you next week. Thanks, Bomber. No worries. No worries, guys. Have a good weekend. Yeah, you too. Go the Bombers. There you go. Scott Hill and uh, two Essendon fans. One on the phone, one in the studio. All right, as we go to the break, let's listen to Cyclone Banner, our, uh, our tip for race number seven and his win last week. The inside, Bracken Sky. Three wider boy named Rosie. Four deep, struggling to get to them at the moment. Sangriel, no run. Destined to rule or blackjack. Zach, but the favourite's off and gone. Cyclone Banner kicks away from Bracken Sky running second. Then Balin Jet, destined to rule and a boy named Rosie. But an easy win to Cyclone Banner coming up, pulling up. It wins well from Bracken. You're listening to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. This is Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. Then came Ideal Sir Magic, but into the straight ride height is well clear now. He's in full flight. He is the most talked about animal in any code at the moment, ride high. And he's an equine rocket, charges away. And believe me, he was only in a minor gear tonight. Wins by 15. Second Ideal Sir There's Magic. There's Dan Malecki, and doesn't he love ride high? 13 out of 14 with that win, and that was just a little track work for ride high. But as we welcome in Jason Bonington, a lot of talk on the East Coast around this match race or potential match race between uh, Ride High and another budding superstar, Lockham Barat, who I, I actually think is probably the best horse in the country, Lockham Barat, for mine, Jason Bonington. I don't know where you sit on the, on the matter, but at least it's getting a, people talking about a potential uh, match race, whether it comes off or not. Yeah, well, I mean, good, good, uh, good day to you guys, Morton. You too, Rads. But it, look, I, I don't. I tend to think, I tend to think less likely than likely that it will actually occur. But the fact that there's been promotional leverage at a very difficult time built out of this potential match race, I think, has been the big win for the sport, particularly here in Victoria, where uh, we're going through a few tough times. And when they eventually do meet, it's going to be wonderful. I don't believe it will probably be under match race conditions, but. It's going to be great to see these two horses against each other. I mean, you you only have to go back and watch what Lock and Barra did to Selfish Short in that Bonanza where they went yeah. 48 at Melton. And he is, he's a beast. Um, Ride High is the most exciting horse in the country. So it'll be magnificent when they do clash. I tend to think personally it would be even more exciting if it's in a proper race where they're both drawn off the back. They both have to make a move. And we half get to the bottom of them, which is not guaranteed when you go head to head. No, and, and maybe also a horse like Shockwave just sitting off them if they're going toe to toe as well <laughs> would, be, would be would be fantastic. So, but it, it is great publicity. And uh, a bit of sad um, news during the week that um, uh, Rob Gaylard passed away. Uh, Jay Bond, who was an icon over there in 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 racing in both equine codes, but particularly on on Channel Thirty One, which really introduced us to a number of people to TV like Adam Hamilton and Bill Hutchinson and, and those type of guys. And, and it's really sad that uh, Rob passed away at, uh, I think, age 70. Yeah, look, I think everybody who knows my story of getting into harness racing and getting into the media, I was inspired by Channel 31. I grew up as a thoroughbred fan and quickly harness racing took over during that 30, Channel 31 co- coverage with Hutchie, as you mentioned, Adam, even um, Tanya McDermott, Rob Orble was on the coverage. It was a wonderful time and Rob Gaylard, gee, would have had a tough job. He had to hold the <laughs> ship together while Hutchie was loose as the loosest cannon you could possibly imagine and everyone was doing their own thing and he did a magnificent job. I only saw Rob not long ago and gee, he looked 
he looks sprightly fit. Like, you wouldn't possibly believe there could be anything wrong, but these things can happen at any time, can't they? And a very, very sad time. Way too young, only 70 years of age. As, as mentioned, he looked like he was in, uh, he was in great shape, but unfortunately... Uh, he's gone, but the memories won't be, certainly, of those Channel, Channel 31 days for all harness racing lovers. Yeah, I think it was actually Greg Radley's first TV appearance as well, Channel 31 <laughs> down in Melbourne. So I don't, I don't know whether to curse it or, <laughs> or celebrate it. <laughs> anyway, added to the ego. There we go. Um, have, we got, have we got any tips speaking of ego? Can we boost the ego with a couple of winners? Well, we are, hopefully we can. We need to bounce back here a little bit. I've got a couple of Shepparton um, tomorrow night. We know Lock and Burrard's going to go around at a dollar twenty-eight, so we'll uh, we'll put that to one side. Race four, number six, CK Spur for Andy Gaff. I, I thought the uh, the first up run in Australian soil was everything you wanted to see. I spoke to Andy prior to that run. He said he'll definitely improve significantly off that. This is a horse who was competing in uh, the Inter Dominion in Alexandra Park late last year. He should be too good for these. Cash lovers flying. Kai Valley Clitchy's a nice horse, but you're getting better than yours for theirs about race four, number six, CK Spurs. So we'll load up there and we'll follow it up with race six, number one, Plan C. This horse just races best always when it gets a gun trail behind the leader. It will get that role here. And I just think at around $4.60 or $4.80, it's the best value proposition on the uh, on the program. But look, CK Spur looks immoral. Lock on Barat looks immoral. I think Wobbly's probably immoral to beat McLovin. I just think when McLovin's drawn outside Wobbly from here on in, he's going to find it very hard to beat that horse. But uh, if you just want two bets on the card, boys, race four, number six, and race six, number one. All right. Respectively on tab touch, they're 210 and 480. So uh, hopefully uh, a couple of winners uh, for you, Jay Bond. Thanks for your time again this week. No worries, boys. Thanks a lot. Have a good weekend. And now we go to our friend in New South Wales, the guru. Everyone's friend. The guru. <laughs> and if uh, you talk about following people on Twitter to get some free money, there is nobody better than Mr. Ben Cray. Welcome, welcome aboard this morning. And you tipped us into um, a good one uh, last week, um, BK. Got up and paid a nice uh, price for the place. So, uh, and, yeah, look, we didn't have much there last week, but we did, we didn't end up getting $3.50 if you were patient around about that mark for that one. So... So we've got something there. Um, it's a bit of a difficult night tonight at Newcastle. I have one there and then uh, two tomorrow night at headquarters. But uh, look, tonight at Newcastle, race six. I'm sticking with one that we've tipped here, the place before. But tonight we're going to back at the win. It's called uh, race six, number nine, Buckle Down Buddy. <clears throat> Mitch Chappell's really got this one uh, racing well. It's a 2,000 metre race. So the inside of the second draw, you know, he's got plenty of time to get off there. There's only two in the back row. This is a significantly weaker field than it's been meeting been running against the likes of uh, Major Bob, the Tiger Army, um, Big Big Black Diamond. These type of horses are really good, especially uh, Major Bob. And uh, it won't know what's hit it with this type of grade here. And uh, I think around the six to four, two dollar fifty mark, that looks good enough for me there at Newcastle. Race six, number nine, Buckle Down Buddy. Two two sixty tab touch for Buckle Down Buddy. What else you got for us, Ben? <laughs> Good odds there, Tab Touch. That's yeah, about the best yeah, in the world. Uh, yeah. So very well done there. And uh, minimum bet limits have kicked in, so everyone can uh, have a bet there. It's fantastic. So get on board. Indeed. <clears throat> what else you got uh, Look, for we're going to stick with the first two races at uh, headquarters tomorrow night at Menangle. Race one, I'm going to go with the uh, the man, the best man in uh, New South Wales, <laughs> if not Australia, Luke McCarthy, Island Banner. Uh, it won there four starts ago. Uh, three starts since. It's only ran eighth, fifth and fifth, but in a bit better races. Uh, ran into where you've been bopping a couple of starts ago. It's drawn to lead here. I think the only other speed on the front row here is number seven, Man Hands. 
which does have good speed and going well for Jason Grimson. But look, Luke could probably lead here or, or sit behind it. And uh, at around again, I think it's about two dollars forty-five on uh, Tab Touch. I think that's um, you know pretty reasonable odds. I think it's going to win this race at least fifty percent of the time. So I think it's around an even money chance to be honest. So that's race one. And what number was that, BK? Number three. Uh, number three, Island two, Banner. And 245 on Tab Touch. Yep, very good. Yeah, so anything in the black there, I think, is okay. Um, and then we're going to go to race two. And this is the camp that uh, I struggled to uh, to find a uh, winner with, the Hewitt camp. But, geez, when they're good, they're good. And uh, race two, number two, Arm of the Gun. I'm assuming that the one's going to come out here, Spammy Days. It's the emergency. So this one will draw the pegs. And it'll probably sit behind uh, number six, Benicio, or number seven, Wrangler. Look, it's hard to beat the uh, Craig Cross stable. They've got three in the race. So this could even end up three pegs. But I'm looking at each way here, $9 and $2.35 on Tad Touch. I think each way all day, arm of the gun here. If you go back about six starts, it ran third to cash and flow. Uh, And as we know, that's the best horse in New South Wales by a mile. Uh, and then two starts ago also it beat a horse called Van Danta, uh, and they ran 151.8 here, which is just about good enough to, to go close. It only needs some luck, I think, this horse on the pegs, and $9 and $2.35 the place looks pretty good value to me. That's race two, number two, Arm of the Gun. Excellent value, uh, BK. Thank you very much, as always, <laughs> and we look forward to following those three over the weekend. Have a good one. Hope your uh, St George win. Thanks, mate. You'll be, I'll be uh, signing in from Darwin next week. Darwin Cup. Oh, oh, beautiful. Say hello to G. Radley for me. <laughs> no worries, man. All the boys are up there. Yeah. All right, mate. Good on you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks okay. Well, it's been a big show, Morts. Uh, hopefully we've found plenty of winners, great guests. We didn't scratch the surface with uh, Rob Gartrell. We might have to get him back and talk about his, uh, his cricket career. It was uh, an excellent cricket career he uh, had. So we look forward to getting Mr. Gartrell back and uh, joining us and You've got another one in tonight too, Rob. So, um, infatuation, short price favourite, perfect. So, uh, hopefully, <laughs> uh, hopefully a double there tonight for uh, for you. But big night of pacing. Th- uh, good to see you, and uh, we look forward to catching everybody tonight out there at Gloucester Park. Yep, Higgins Memorial Night, the first race on a ten race card at five twenty. Thanks for your company. Until we see you next week, it's bye for now. Bye. You're listening to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.